Welcome to the Inner Power Podcast, the place to help you unleash your inner power and develop unshakable confidence to finally create kick-ass results in your career, relationship, and life that embrace who you are. I'm your host and personal confidence coach, Olga, and I'm here to share practical and actionable techniques, real-life wisdom for myself and other powerhouse women with the backup of human behavior science. This is the place where you will learn it all to finally step up your game, feel great about yourself, and live life with a new sense of unfuckwithability. If you're ready to step into your fabulous and most powerful self, let's do this. So welcome to a new episode of the Inner Power Podcast. I'm so excited to share episode numero dos with you. Um, I've already seen, you know... uh, people tuning into the first episode um, and that gets me really excited because like I mentioned in the very first episode, just seeing you guys succeed with whatever it is that you want, but doing it in a way that, you know, feels light and um, right and that you can do it with this, you know, presence and power within you with this courage and um, feeling like, oh my God, don't get in my way (laughs) because here I am. That's what, you know, lights me up so much. And uh, I'm super pumped about uh, today's topic because um, last time I talked about what inner power actually is, right? And we've busted some really big myths that are out there that are supposedly... (laughs) Uh, are there or that we pursue because we think that they're supposed to help us boost our self-confidence and our self-esteem, but in reality do uh, the complete opposite. And um, today I want to talk to you about um, about those moments where, you know, we really feel, um, yeah, those moments of self-doubt where regardless of what has happened before, you know, regardless of how good we felt about ourselves, about our decision, about maybe our idea, the project that we wanted to start, when it comes to those moments of like following through and taking actions, uh, speaking up in the meeting, maybe really standing up for yourself in your annual talk with your boss, whatever it is, the moments when we hold back, right? Um, the moments that really put us two steps back again from, you know, all the progress that we've made up until then. Um, and so today I really want to talk about, first of all, explain to you why we keep being stuck in disempowering states of low self-esteem and self-confidence. Why does that even happen? And um, share with you some really, you know, practical strategies or techniques on how to get out of those states because in the end your inner power I mean let's 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 start with already something big in the beginning right are you ready here it goes because literally like um your self-esteem your level of self-esteem or self-confidence that you feel is not influenced by let's say actually how how many techniques you learn to boost it did you get that it's it's not about the things that we we think are going to elevate it actually um your self esteem i mean you're naturally born 
<laughs> with unshakable self-esteem. Uh, you're born um, into this world. Let's, let's, let's just call it out, all right? We're born here naked, chubby, <laughs> bold, maybe some with a little bit of hair. Um, but we're born, you know, um, as, as these babies, totally, let's say, innocent, unprotected. And um, we don't have any professional experience that we can show off to our parents. Like, hey, look what I've done in the last nine months here in your belly, right? Um, we're not born with with any, any money, any fame, any achievements. Um, we haven't, literally, we haven't done anything um, up until this point where we were born that other people could say like, oh my God, you know, you've done such a tremendous job. It really shows that you've got some really great skills that you are, you know, um, that you're worthy, that uh, you deserve X, Y, Z, etc, etc. No, we're just born um, without having done anything. And um, we actually don't care too much about what people think about us. Because like I mentioned, we're just uh, this bundle of, you know, love and joy. And um, we don't really care about other people's opinions about us, whether they think we're cute or not. Um, we literally don't even think about that. And so the real, and so that just shows, you know, you, you have that already within you. It's there inherently. You're born with it. The thing is, um, something happens that actually takes that away or that kind of, um, how to say that just puts in like, just shakes it. It shakes it and it conveys us a different message. And it's so good at conveying this message that we fall, um, fall into believing that. And I'm going to go a little bit deeper, um, into that and what specifically happens there in a bit. But I just want you to understand that we're then taught like to have those doubts. And so actually, the more you work on letting go of those things that provoke that self-doubt within you, automatically the more self-confident and the more appreciative and... Um, valuable you will feel about yourself so it's actually not like many people say out there you know um let's say do a confidence course or um learn certain techniques to boost that part that part does not need any boosting it's actually the other way around we need to get rid of all the things and let go to actually do less um of all those things that are provoking that self-doubt within you and so this is what I'm trying, what I'm going to go into today. I hope you're going to, uh, you're, you're feeling as excited as I am because this is going to be like a super important step that if you get that and if you really take that in, it's going to radically shift your life and your perception on yourself and what is going on in your life. So um, let's dive right in. Like I said, I mean, Usually what happens is the moments that we most need to feel that um, security, certainty, um, and trust in ourselves, those are the moments when we kind of like least have them, right? I know for myself that, 
you know, whether it was about um, going into a job interview or having my um, annual talk with my boss, uh, whether it was about having now in the recent uh, time maybe <clears throat> calls with potential clients, um, maybe even, you know, for some of you, maybe it's about even going on a date, you know, um, where you actually want to show up as this irresistible, you know, um, attractive woman that you are. But then when you get there, it's all just nerves and worries about, oh my God, what will he think? Will he think that I'm pretty enough and stuff like that, right? Um, or for me, it was also many times <clears throat> situations when I wanted to or I, I had, it's not like I wanted to, but it was kind of inevitable. Um, I wanted to share something with my family, maybe partner and friends that I really wanted, but I knew is, was something that they're not necessarily going to be fans of. Or maybe it's just something as simple as, you know, speaking up in a meeting and just standing your ground. Like talking to managers can be like a very intimidating thing for many people. Um, but the thing is, like, there is no reason why you should feel intimidated and why you should hold back on your opinion, why you should be afraid of what your family and friends are going to say or what your date is going to think. All of these things should not have an impact on your inner state. But unfortunately, they do. <laughs> so, so, you know, and they hold us back because they get us into this fear mode, right? Right before we want to take that action, right before we want to maybe um, start our YouTube channel, just offer somebody your photography services, um, we get into this fear mode. We get into this, you know, loop of worries, <laughs> thinking like, but what, what will they think about me? What if they will reject me? What if they, you know, will not support me? What if they, um, whatever, maybe want to end my French, my friendship with them? What if they, uh, what if I get a, a bad review? Um, what if this will put my, you know, career into jeopardy, etc., etc. Like, we start to think all of those things. And in the end, we're just starting to doubt ourselves because we don't want to upset people <laughs> like we feel like if we upset other people we will be seen as this maybe bad person or unqualified person this rude person whatever actually falls into this let's say category of bad um something that other people just don't like right um because we're afraid that if they don't like us you know that says something about us about who we are when in reality and this is like a spoiler alert it has nothing to do with who you are honey okay like and we'll get to why that is but just let me tell you right here and right now that whatever anybody and it doesn't matter whether that is like the closest people to you maybe it's your parents or your siblings I don't know your partner what or whether it's your manager, whatever anybody thinks of you. On social media, in real life, it does not matter. It has nothing to do with you. And it has just everything to do with them. All right, so really there, 
there shouldn't be any need to worry <laughs> about what other people think because literally it has nothing to do with who we are and it is not a reflection of the person that we are at our core. But where does this fear and this desire to actually, let's say, um, please other people um, or you know, worry in this in this sometimes really intense way uh, come from actually. So, like I mentioned in the beginning, like when we are born, when we are born with this incredible self esteem, we just like ourselves. We don't even think about it. we just are. Like everybody who has children who has had a baby, um, you know, I can really tell you, it's like their their preoccupations or their worries are literally like I need to eat and I need to be safe that's all that they're thinking about they're not thinking about their looks their weights their achievements whether or not they have delivered enough results for mommy and daddy to be proud of them um for them to be like an acceptable uh part of society etc um whether you know their job um is good enough uh or uh fits into certain society structures etc none of all that shit exists there and so when we are born we literally we can just be ourselves like i mentioned our our needs are are the need for survival literal literal survival like food and protection and of course i mean we as babies, we're helpless. Like we need our caretakers to really provide us with that, with that connection that gives us the sense of um, of protection and and the food, obviously, to <laughs> stay alive and grow. Um, but it doesn't tell us anything about you know um, how we're supposed to be. But then, I mean, for some people, very you know, sooner or later. Um, there comes a moment when we learn quite quickly that it's not good enough <laughs> like to just be ourselves anymore. All of a sudden we learn that our tribe, and even if that's just maybe your mom and dad, maybe it's your step-parents, whoever took care of you, like this tribe of caretakers that we have, um, all of a sudden does not seem to be like very happy with certain things that we do, that we don't do. Um, we maybe even get some kind of comments or criticism on our, whatever, the way we look, the way we do things, right? And so this tribe that we so depend on for our survival still, because, um, even as small kids, let's be honest, like if you would, if you would leave a two-year-old outside on the streets that little kid would not be able to survive on uh, herself uh, or by himself or by herself. Um, and so we learn that we have to do certain things, that we cannot do certain things um, that the tribe does not approve of. It's not to their liking. Um, and so we switch from this version um, that initially we were, this, you know, really, let's say, fulfilled, um, self-loving, self-caring, self-respecting, um, confident self, we go to this version where 
all of the sudden we need to try to figure out how to make uh, our tribe, our caretakers happy in a certain way, right? So that we don't run the risk of them rejecting us. So we don't run the risk of us literally dying somewhere on the street. And so, I mean, while that our brain that is responsible for like the literal survival is like millions of years old and has never changed since then. It's being in charge for everything that is happening and how we respond to those situations. This part of our mind, the survival part, it does not realize that in today's modern life, let's say, this fear of being rejected does not equal the same consequences today as it did maybe thousands or millions of years ago. Today, I think if literally kids, and of course, I'm aware that this does not apply to all parts of the world, unfortunately, but usually if a kid is left somewhere outside here, um, I guess there would be a person within a couple of minutes or I don't know, at least a couple of hours finding that baby and bringing it them to a certain, let's say, security or shelter, somewhere where, uh, you know, this baby gets help. But I mean, still, on the mental part, we're left with this idea that um, we have to become somebody that others approve of. It's not okay for me to just be myself anymore. Now I have to be somebody that other people approve of. And in order to get approval, I have to do certain things and I can't do certain things. So those are the two rules that keep popping up in our head. And I challenge you to just pay attention. How many times throughout a day are you thinking, oh, I have to, I have to do this. I have to do that because otherwise or else X, Y, Z will happen. It's like, I have to do that or else there will be a negative consequence, or I can't, or I can't post this on social media because uh, people will think, whatever, I'm crazy, people will, will unfollow me, people will make fun of me. There's always this like connotation of like, something bad will happen if I don't do this, um, or if I actually do. And it all comes back to our minds, like, I want to emphasize this, not yours, your mind's interpretation of rejection, survival, and death. All right? So, and what that does to us is not only do we, you know, not only do we become, we change actually our behaviors, the way um, we think, the way we show up, but it literally shows us or teaches us Uh, to suppress who we are. It literally teaches us to suppress emotions. It's like, you can't cry. You can't show any anger, right? I always have to uh, be quiet. I have to be the kind of shy good girl to get like mommy's uh, love and attention. I have to play by myself. I can't, I don't know, I can't express (laughs) my emotions or I can't express what I really want because nobody's listening to me, etc., etc. So we start to suppress who we are. We start to suppress our desires. We start to suppress our needs, what it is that we really want. You know, we start settling for substitutes. We suppress our talents. We suppress our abilities because maybe you rock at singing, right? 
And of course, when we're super little, maybe we're not the best singers. Um, but there's like this passion for it and this talent really that uh, maybe some some parents, they just hear yelling and they just tell you to shut up already, right? So eventually you learn to shut that part down of you, even though this is maybe your natural genius that you need to share with the world. We suppress our, you know, other abilities that we have. Um, maybe like you have um, an amazing, you know, ability to like when it comes to gymnastics or like body movements, I don't know how to put that into words, but you, your parents always tell you to sit still, right? <laughs> so they don't encourage you to go to maybe gymnastics classes or something like that. So, and they reward you for maybe reading. <laughs> um, so you start to suppress that, that part of you um, and to neglect it. You start to suppress parts of your personality, you know, maybe you're naturally um, a super outgoing, um, you know, uh, joyful person. But maybe if your parents are just constantly, I don't know, stressed and angry all the time, um, you can't be that version of yourself there with them. Maybe you need to learn how to tune yourself down and how to um, take care of them or to become invisible or um, to, uh, I don't know, um, change your strategy as to whatever becoming maybe or having certain um, illnesses or other things happening to you in order for you to get that attention. But it's not because you are being this, you know, really open, uh, open, smiley, joyful person. So we really learn to suppress so many parts of us. And also a big part is uh, our emotions. You know, I really, I touched upon it a little bit in the last episode. So go ahead and have a listen to that again. But we suppress, you know, very important emotions, like I mentioned, um, anger, sadness. Some people literally feel like they, they, they are numb to emotions, that they can't <laughs> experience any emotions. That is not true. It all comes down to, you know, to the tribal environment in which you grew up and what that tribe appreciated and did not appreciate and who you had to be for them in order to receive that attention that signaled to your mind that this is like the strategy for survival I need to follow so that I don't get rejected. So I hope you guys can follow me until here. But um, just understanding this, this piece of what is happening in our development at early stages and what really navigates our behavior, everything that you do today, all the results that you're having, all the fears that you're experiencing are all are all tr like traceable or uh, you can all uh, trace them back to your initial conditioning when you were little. And the thing is, it's not only when we were little, let me tell you that, because we then experience this tribal, let's say, situations, those situations in like other contexts as well, obviously. Uh, when we go to kindergarten, when we go to school, when we go to university, when we go to work, 
the foundations have been laid in your, let's say, mostly families or where you grew up in. And then it has been solidified and modified and um, your mind has added some new rules from the other tribal situations that you have experienced throughout the other stages of your life, right? So in the end, what your mind has done with all that input is basically it has created a manual for you that says maybe uh, this is the way Olga needs to show up in the world so that she will be loved. And I put air quotes on that because it's not real love. So that she gets attention. So she does not get rejected. And so this is the rule book. And basically (laughs) it states like, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to whatever. For me, it was, it had a lot to do with, I have to get results. I have to be the best um, in my class. Always (laughs) I have to um, get a great job. Um, I can't do wild things. I can't be, uh, super explorative or playful. Um, I can't, I can't be like a boy. Well, that was a try that my mom had, but didn't really work out, but that's what she wished for, for me to be more, more, more girly. Um, I had to basically be this overachiever on the one hand and then also always obey, always follow the rules that my parents put out there. I could not be a rebel. I could not break, let's say, the the house law <laughs> or the house rules. Um, I kind of, um, yeah, I just had to behave, be this good girl, right? And kind of worry or really pay so much attention to what other people will think about me like just maybe for yourself you know in I know at least from let's say from my Latin family experience and my own German Russian family experience I know that you know hearing things like you don't ever share your problems with other people because you don't want other people to know what's going wrong in your family, right? This is like a a big thing that shows you like don't tell prob- uh, people about your problems and always maintain this uh this um this clean and perfect facade, even though on like behind the behind the facade, everything's going to shit or is just really messed up. Um, and if you had something like that, you know, in your family or you heard it <clears throat> directly or indirectly, that affects you. It doesn't allow you to show any weakness. It doesn't allow you to show any vulnerability with people. It doesn't allow you to um, actually get help for yourself it just makes you sit with your own problems and um kind of figure them out but figuring out your own problems when you don't even know why you're sitting with your problems in the first place it's not that easy right and so those are just things that you know our mind writes in this manual in this program just imagine that your mind over all those years that you're on this planet has written this, you know, very personal um, programming for you, just like on your phone or on your computer. And it's just running it on a daily basis, day in and day out. And it's running it at a subconscious level. So you're not even aware about it. The only way for you to realize or to 
uh, become aware is um, by starting to pay attention. Um, and we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but you have this program running and what this program actually does to us is it makes us give away all our power, literally like this inner power that you were born with, you're giving it away to other people because we're giving it, you know, we're giving the, actually the personality, the talents, the, you know, everything that makes you, you at the core when you take away all the professional titles, all the money, all the clothing, all the whatever material possessions that you have, all the people that you have in your life, anything that you own in a certain sense, that's who you are at your core. And um, we give that power of who we really are away to other people just because we act in a way that is just not natural to us because we show up in the world as like some fake adapted version of ourselves that is not true to who we are. And the easiest way for me to show you that everybody of us is longing to be ourselves again is this way. Just think about all the people that you, that you follow online. Um, And I mean, the ones that you, like, you really check out what they're doing because probably you're following like hundreds or thousands of people, but there's always like the same, maybe three to five people that you always check their maybe status, what they're up to. Um, You actively look them up Um, and just think for yourself, you know, why do you follow them? Who, who are those people? that you love the most and that you follow. It's usually the the, the people <clears throat> that A, they do something that we're afraid to do, right? And number two, it's usually the ones who are most authentic and seem to not give a shit about other people, what they think about them. They just do their thing. Is that accurate? I know for myself that... And even from this week and the things that I've learned about myself, um, the people that I follow are a direct reflection of who I desire to be. And um, everything that we actually see, you know, everything that you admire in other people is just a a reflection of what you want to bring out more in yourself. And things that we criticize about other people are things that we actually criticize about ourselves indirectly so everything in this world is just a mirror of of ourselves and how we show up but so you know the people that you follow and that you spend time on actually um, they are showing you your true desire your true desire to get back to that you know strong powerful authentic self that you were born as and to let be able to let go of all those bullshit rules and layers of worries and fears that your mind has accumulated in the past, I don't know how many decades, that make you act in a way that always leads you back to this baby lion mode, this mode where you are doubting yourself 
this mode where you forget about all your great talents, about your personality traits, about everything that you're capable of, everything that you've made happen so far, all the potential that lies within you, right? So the big question is, how can we let go of all those layers of bullshit beliefs, of bullshit rules, of bullshit um, fears and um, emotions that don't serve us, right? How do we get out of this trap? And how do we get out of basically this programming that is running all of our thoughts, all of our emotions, all of our behaviors. Um, Because, you know, in the end, every day, basically, it's just like you boot your computer. When you go to work, you start your computer and everything starts running automatically, right? The system boots and there you have your screen and, um, you know, everything is just running in the background. Um, How can we achieve that... (laughs) When you wake up in the morning, you're not booting the same system that has led you to believe that there is something wrong with you and that there is something not good enough about you and boot a system that boots you back into, um, you know, your natural, most confident, most powerful self. Anybody wants to know how to do that? (laughs) So... Of course, there's many things um, that we can do, but the let's say I want to, to share three things with you. Um, and the most important thing that I want you to walk out of here today is this knowing, first of all, is that all of the things, all of this programming, all of those beliefs, fears and worries, all of those doubts that you're having about yourself, all of those things are learned they are learned, okay, they are not you, they are not, well, they are form, they form a part of you, of your mind's programming, but they have nothing to do with who you really are, they have nothing to do with your true value, your worth, um, your lovability, it is learned, and since it is learned, let's say, like, how many of you have learned maybe a language, (laughs) learned it I've had five years of French at school I had a really good level and then I just I just never practiced it I never used it I literally unlearned it it's like if I would go to to France now or talk to a French person I could say like a couple of phrases and I would maybe understand but I could not speak it anymore (laughs) I would come out I would come out with some Spanish that I try to kind of mold into French but and this is the same thing that can go with you know our minds program just think like this has been something a a language that you've learned but the less that you practice it the more you're able to unlearn it and um, the more you're able to break those patterns that have been established over all those years so to Um, to let go of that like maybe very shy person that you've learned to be or very fearful worried person like whoever you think you are in this moment is not you it's a learned version of you 
actually the person that is you um oh my god she's a freaking she's a freaking superwoman she's amazing and she does not you know have to stick to any of those rules because she can make her own rules right so um maybe this pressure that you're feeling on a constant basis uh, like I did for such a long time, like I, I have to constantly uh, deliver bigger and better results. That's something that we've learned. It's just our reward system. Um, and so the first step um, by becoming aware that this is learned and starting to um, develop awareness around what have you actually learned? Like what is your reward and punishment pattern what makes you go into like this doubt mode um what makes you go into like doing things because you're expecting a certain um a certain positive result out of it like whether that is somebody telling you like oh I'm proud of you you get a maybe a raise at your job or you know, um, maybe finally your boss saying like, hey, yeah, I, I see you, you're doing a great job. Like all those things that have a condition to them, <clears throat> whether it's positive or negative, or all those things that are going to show you um, what your mind has been programmed for. And so we start to shift and break that pattern by really paying attention to those situations and just noticing, observing uh, what's going on. So the first step is really to become an observer of what is going on on a daily basis. And, you know, it will be like, first it will be challenging because you're not used to doing it. I'm going to be like super frank about it. It's not going to be super easy. But since like, let's say 90% of all the things that we think about, we feel every day are the same. It's a repetitive pattern. Like there's only so much new things that are being added to our, our days. It's like, you're going to get the hang of it quite quickly because it's so repetitive. It's just a matter of you allowing yourself to just like hold still and observe. And like the next time when you, when you feel like um, this doubt or fear coming over you, it's like, okay, hold on a minute. Just what has happened? What has just happened? And just write down and observe what has literally just happened. What have you been thinking? What has been your literal thought? What has been the emotion that this thought has triggered? And um, what were you about to do? And then always think about those two rules. I have to and I can't. And which of them was kind of, um, you know, coming up for you. And maybe it's a, you know, a variation of it. But every time there is this or else um, conditioning to it, you're on a good path. So, and just write that down. And I'm going to guarantee you that you're going to stumble into the same situation or the same pattern in different situations throughout your day. Maybe one is with... uh, just in the morning, just with you by yourself, 
checking your phone and having those random thoughts. Maybe the next situation will be at work. Maybe the next situation will be when you're talking to a friend. And so slowly but surely, you will get an understanding. And once you get this understanding and this awareness around certain things that are happening, then you're able to make different decisions. You can't make different decisions about something that you're not aware of, right? Uh, But once you develop this awareness, then you can start the self-empowerment. Because self-empowerment is self-knowledge. So once you know yourself, once you know... uh, what is, what is making you tick, what is making you go and what is making you stop, then you know um, that you can change it and then you can take make a new decision about it. Then you can change its meaning. Then you know like, wait a minute, Olga told me this is learned. So where did I get this idea from actually? That maybe I, ha- I can't speak up in a meeting or I will, there will be negative consequences um, if if I say what I really think and not beautify it. Like, where did I get this from? And then think about, you know, how, um, how do your parents, let's start with them, how do they actually, you know, show up in life? Do they maybe show similar behaviors? And is that something that you like or you don't like? Is that something that you want to keep for yourself or let go of? And this is the most crucial um I think thing or practice that we can do for ourselves like yes you can go to many seminars where they will teach you techniques to you know get quick quick results or um whatever they're promising you (laughs) I don't care really like but it's gonna be like always short short term it's not gonna work because if you don't do this work if you don't do the inner work um will never work out because I guarantee you, you will come back to that moment of self-doubt regardless how awesome you've changed your state <laughs> and so on and and um, what other fantastic strategies you've learned. You will always come back to this place of doubt and it will always cripple you no matter what you want to pursue in life. And I don't want that for you. So please just start by doing this one essential uh, practice. So number two, what else can we do? So not only is it important to peel off those rules and this programming that we've talked about, but it's also important to start reconnecting with ourselves, like the, the true version of who you are, the one that I mentioned that is like, if I were to take everything away from you right this moment and just leave you with nothing but your bare body, somewhere like who would I find who would that person be and you know start doing that by just asking yourself every day in every situation you know what do I actually want what do I not want and act on it start acting on the things that you really want um you know Ironically, a couple of weeks ago, I visited a friend and um, I was just there over the weekend and we went out in the evening for all to get something to drink and to eat. And we were sitting at this um, kind of beach bar and, um, you know, we were talking and I asked her like, 
because I was open to anything really I was fine with everything and I asked her like do you actually enjoy being here at this moment is this actually what you want and first she didn't want to say like uh, or didn't want to admit that you know she wanted to be the nice host and say like no you know it's fine yeah it's okay but okay is not like this is what I want right (laughs) you get that so I was like no but like do you do you want to actually be here and she said now, actually, she doesn't like the music and, um, <laughs> I don't know, a couple of things. Actually, she wants, she would love to eat something. And I'm like, okay, let's do this then. And so I was like, what do you want to eat? And she gets, she tells me, no, what do you want to eat? I'm like, I don't care. Like, I literally don't care. So what do you want? And, you know, I it took us like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe five minutes or so, but uh, until she finally allowed herself to state what is it that you want and to be honest about it and to not feel bad like oh but you're you know you're my guest and I just want to make um this a pleasant you know kind of trip for you because like I said I literally did not care I was just enjoying every moment in any way and um sometimes we have such a hard time just giving ourselves permission to do the things that we really want and we don't really ask ourselves do I actually want the job that I currently have? Do I actually want to be in this relationship that I'm having? Do I actually want um, the type of friends that I have? Like, are they making me feel good? Or do I always feel like I have to kind of adapt myself? You know, so just start um, reconnecting to your desires and to your needs and to your emotions by asking yourself what is it that I want what do I want to do today and if your day is filled with obligations like it was for me months ago and which was the reason why I took a a long kind of time out from everything was like I literally woke up in the morning and my very first thought was I have to and I was like okay this (laughs) like I can't continue on this way like If I wake up and I'm already stressed out because I feel like I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to. And it's just like filled with obligations and responsibilities. I do not want to continue like, you know, that way. And um, it was really about starting to ask myself, okay, what is it that I want? And so for me, for example, during summer, it was like, I want to go to the, to the, mm, to the lake. You know, I want to have, um, fun time with my son I want to just go out I want to do xyz and so this is what I did and um, you know ironically for example with the podcast I didn't do anything to promote it I didn't I didn't do anything around it let alone promote it I I literally did not do anything and still people have tuned in so that just shows that when you do things that you really want and that are you know that make you feel good it does not mean that, you know, all like that your results are going to suffer because of it. It's rather the other way around. That because you're doing things that you enjoy, things, the results that you're achieving in your life are going to be so much better. Because you will do it with a different energy. You will attract other, other people, other things into your life, you know. And um, you will finally feel like, you, you can show up with like so much more light, lightness and ease and flow that it will totally change the, the direction 
of where you're going at the moment with your career, with your relationship, with your business, whatever it is. So start that reconnection with yourself. And um, if you want to do more then you know, or if you want um, maybe more support on that, um, also remember the moments when, the moments that you most enjoyed in your life, you know, and not the ones that, you know, kind of fulfill other people's expectations of what is good, but really like the moments that you enjoyed the most. Maybe it was <clears throat> taking some some trip, um, being on vacation, maybe a certain situation with your friends. I have no idea. <clears throat> but really think about, you know, who were you in that moment? How were you showing up in life? What was important to you in that moment? How were you feeling about yourself? What were the things that you, you know, loved about that situation? And sometimes by just remembering, you know, the right situations, the ones that represent like our true selves, uh, connecting to those and really seeing how, how are those moments different from what you are experiencing on a day-to-day basis um, can really be eye-opening to what you're maybe missing to integrate in your daily life at the moment. Things that would naturally make you feel like completely different, much more confident, much more, you know, balanced, much more uh, secure and um, just centered, grounded, you know what I mean? So that's number two, reconnecting to ourselves. And then number three, um, and this is a really important one, it's like start changing your self-talk especially in those moments when you're getting into doubt and fear mode. Instead of questioning whether you're capable or experienced enough to do that, whether it will work out or not, in those moments particularly, you need to take back control because that self-talk, that negative self-talk, is coming from your mind. Remember, it's learned. It's your pattern. So those are the moments where you need to be like, bitch, step aside and let me take control again. All right? So, <clears throat> and you take control by by um, controlling the talk that you are having with yourself. So instead of, like I'm, like I said, instead of questioning and wondering and fearing and worrying start telling yourself, like, give your mind and yourself very clear instructions. Um, so use, like, empowering I am statements is the best thing. Um, so for example, I am proud of myself. I am capable. I am beautiful. I am smart. I have the experience. Of course I can do this. Of course, I can answer any any uh, challenging questions that might come up through the presentation. Um, I am funny. I know I am talented. I got this. I can do this. I can handle it. Whatever comes out of it, I can handle it. I can figure it out if it doesn't go the right way. I trust myself. 
I believe in myself. I'm proud of myself. I love myself. Just repeat them with me. And just, I know some for some of you, it might feel like super awkward and super uncomfortable. But man, you have to push through this, okay? Because <laughs> this uncomfortableness is coming from the year-long conditioning. But your soul is going to feel like so good. So just allow yourself. I am powerful. I am confident. I love myself. I am enough. I am so freaking enough. I'm amazing. I'm confident. I can do this. I am beautiful. I am gorgeous. I like myself. I matter. I'm valuable. I am worthy. I'm worthy of all good things happening to me. I am abundant. I am joy. I am wealthy. How do those things feel when you say them to you out loud or just in your mind? It's better when you say them out loud. But really, when you say them, just allow yourself to just, even if you have to fake it for a moment there, just say them with so much energy and power that you would have to convince me that this is what you're saying is true. That I need to, I need to feel it. All right? Because if you can make me uh, feel those things that you're saying, your mind will not have a chance. And then little by little, if you make this a practice throughout your day and just repeat maybe the three most important things that you wanted to hear for so long from other people, start telling them to yourself. Before a meeting... You demand, you control your mind. Tell it what you want to, how you want to show up in that meeting, in that talk, in that, um, on that date. You want to show up like your freaking, you know, um, love magnet or like you're super attractive. Tell yourself, I am attractive. I'm beautiful. I am lovable. I've got so much to give. All right. And then go into that situation with this kind of energy. All right, you guys. So this has, this, those have been my three things. Um, my key things that I wanted to share with you on how to get yourself out of those disempowering states of low self-confidence and self-doubt. I really hope that by you understanding this importance, um, of our mental conditioning um, and you now knowing that you've learned to be a certain way but it, that it has nothing to do with who you are that there are things that you can do that actually you know they don't take you um, very long on a daily basis to practice they don't cost you any money um, they just um require for you to show up for yourself take yourself important enough respect yourself you can you can change those future situations so much faster and with so much more ease like literally um 
get to the point where it's not even gonna bother you and that's what I want for you so I really hope that you find this episode valuable Um, if you thought that hey other people need to hear that too just please share it share it on your Instagram stories um, on your Facebook wherever on your WhatsApp with your friends I don't care but you know just help other women become aware of those things of this knowledge and um, of those resources Um, because I feel like we need to be supportive of each other um, and help ourselves to move forward and become like the best versions of ourselves which is actually just the becoming the most authentic version of who you are okay because when you're becoming that version of you man there will be no no holding you back like you'll see that um and you will finally feel this freedom that i think is really that you're really longing for inside and this relief of finally being able to let go of whatever people you know will think of you criticize you say to you who cares <laughs> right it does not matter <clears throat> the only thing that matters is that you feel great about yourself that you truly love yourself that you believe in yourself and that you're following the path that you've sent here for uh, by a greater energy or greater power <laughs> than we are right so like I said I hope you found it helpful share it let me know also on social media how you like the episode and what you want to hear more of and so with that being said go courageously after the life that you want and see you next week on a new episode of the inner power podcast you liked what you heard on this episode but would like to get more support just follow me on social media at the Olga Mueller on Instagram. Send me an email on olgamuller.coaching at gmail.com or join the wonderful tribe of incredible ambitious women on Facebook and the Women with Unshakable Confidence group. See you next time.